How you doing, sir? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Where Where are you currently located? I'm in uh, Chicago. Nice. Well, congratulations on uh, well, four first coming out earlier uh, this month. What was it like recording this record? Obviously, in the middle of a pandemic and getting the guys together. And of course, it's about a decade you've been with these guys doing records. These characters, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, was a, it was a really fun record to make. It was uh, very cathartic to make at the time that we did it because we'd been locked down for so long. And uh, we did it at a great studio in Nashville with, with uh, you know, the studio is called uh, RCA Studio 8. And it's a very legendary studio. A lot of uh, great people have recorded there. Um, we did it with the great Dave Cobb, who was really a lot of fun to work with and we recorded this album live more live than anything i've recorded to date as far as uh studio records are concerned so the whole thing was quite the experience so of course we're gonna have you here tropicana atlantic city on march 11th with yeah. flush there, i think there's something like 10 tickets left now so we're gonna have this thing sold out by the time you get well, i'm gonna go buy them then <laughs> <laughs> bring your friends I like it. So I've been uh, I've been going through the new record and I've been listening off and on throughout the month. A few songs that stand out. Obviously, The River is Rising, a uh, great song, doing well on radio. Action, speak louder than words. Spirit, spirit love. Just the groove on those songs, I'm digging. And I love the aggressiveness on Call Off the Dogs. I'm not sure if that's in the set. I could imagine that that'd be a great song to play live. It's funny because, the you know, we started out the tour right before the album came out and we put, you know, River's Rising in there. And uh, and so we've been sneaking songs into the set since the record came out. And now we're at that point now where we're running out of other like there's we're too 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 many songs in the set are from the new record. So, yeah, you'll hear you'll hear probably all those. Man, and obviously you got you got those four records. You have the first uh, slash solo record when you work with a bunch of people. I would assume at this point in time, and I, I think I remember the last time I saw you live. Your other bands, kind of, that's out of the set now. It's all Slash, Miles Kennedy. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously playing with Guns N' Roses all the time. And so, mm -hmm. you know, originally, it wasn't really for the audience that we were doing the Guns N' Roses songs. It was just because I missed playing those songs. And it was, uh, it was, it was uh, having my solo thing going on was like an ability for me to be able to play stuff from the whole catalog. So that's where the guns, gun stuff came at that time. But now that I'm back in the band, I've, it's sort of redundant to play gun songs in this band, you know? So yeah, we phased them out. Nice. Like I said, you've been working with Miles and the Conspirators for about a decade now. Uh, was it always a goal? Because obviously the first solo record, you had a lot of different guest vocalists. It's always a goal to keep this as a unit and a, and a full band. It's just something that happened. When I uh, when I worked with Miles for the first time on that first solo record, I'd never heard him sing before. I'd only heard about him. And he sort of blew my mind with with his incredible range. And and also, he's just a really cool, down-to-earth guy. And, and he and I enjoyed working together on those two songs for that record, Back From Cali and Starlight. So I needed to do a tour to support that record and I asked him if he wanted to sing because I didn't couldn't think of anybody that could sing that wide gamut of styles from all the different bands that I've been in and so he signed on to do it and then I met uh, Brent Fitz he introduced me to Todd Kearns and all of a sudden I had this really great little band that had a, a really kind of amazing chemistry right out of the box and so while we were doing that tour and we were having a great time working together on the road I thought well if I'm going to do another record I'll just do it with these guys and that's where apocalyptic love came from went out on tour on that and then i wrote the next bunch of material for the next record and we've just been doing it like that ever since that's awesome I mean, a great <laughs> band you put on a great live show you've played here several times in, in atlantic city obviously you got that band guns you've worked with other artists but 
I had a gentleman in the studio a few weeks ago, uh, Chris Daltrey, and we were talking about when you were, did the song What I Want with him. And then I started going through Sammy Hagar, Alice Cooper, Ozzy, Bob Dylan. I mean, the amount of artists that you've collaborated with is insane. How do you make that decision on who to maybe guest on a record with? Because I'm sure they come from left, right, and everywhere trying to get you. Um, yeah, it's weird. They, I mean, some come from chance meetings where you'll just be at the same place at the same time and have that conversation and things end up happening. Or sometimes somebody will give me a call, you know, like the case of Chris Daughtry, you know, that was a call that I got. You know, things just sort of happened. There's there's never a lot of pre-planning that goes into that, you know, they're very <laughs> sort of spontaneous. But it's fun and it's great. It's a great experience. It's great uh, learning how to adapt to different people's situations and and, and recording styles and personalities and it's also cool it keeps you humble you know it reminds you that you're not the fucking center of the universe you know and like, <laughs> no it's cool it's, it's good to yeah. be down in the trenches with everybody so uh yeah i enjoy doing a lot i haven't had time to do hardly any outside sessions you know because i've been juggling between guns and and the conspirators but over the over the the pandemic i worked with tom morello i've worked on leslie west's tribute record i did the uh Black Puma was conservation song that came out just a minute ago. I just did a Fear a collaboration with Fear and Duff and I both did that. So I was sort of busy over the pandemic, but now that I'm back on the road, it's it's back to you know, you know touring between conspirators and guns. Chris Daltrey had the best line when he said you walked in, you had your guitar and he's like, he said, Mr. Slash, do you mind if I, you know, watch you play? And you were like, dude, it's your record. <laughs> he's like all right and then he says you're just the coolest dude to, to just chat with you know just hang oh that's funny that's Sorry. awesome yeah, yeah. so any artists that you haven't collaborated with that you wish would come calling like a bucket I, I would i would love to play with stevie wonder that would be cool oh, you wow. know and i he and i've met and we've talked about it but it's never happened and i mean i mean there's countless artists that i admire and would love to get a phone call saying hey you know but you just sort of they they just happen when they happen you can't really walk around sort of trying to make it happen you just sort of let things fall where they may listen we just talked about all the collaborations guns you got the conspirators and miles and i've, I've spoken with miles over the years and yourself and i'm like whoever your managers are keeping your two schedules and I don't even know the other guys and the conspirators and what projects they have, but everything you guys have going on from what you have. And then of course, Miles is solo stuff and Alter bridge. And yeah. I hope they get paid well to keep those schedules. <laughs> no, we've, we've got, we've got a couple <laughs> really good managers in there and we had a, a really good system going where everything was sort of woven together pretty tight. And then the pandemic came and just sort of screwed everything up. So now we're starting to trying to get back into like a, a good, reasonable, workable schedule. So I'm out with the conspirators now, and then I'm out with guns uh, doing makeup tours for 2020 in Europe, Australia, South America. And so then I'll do international stuff with the conspirators starting the beginning of 2023. So it's all over the place, but we manage, we just, we just find different lanes and make it work. Well, that being said, uh, with how busy you are and you're already planning into 2023, with the pandemic and being home, I've talked to so many artists that were like, they didn't know what to do with themselves sometimes. They hadn't been home that long. Like, how did you handle it? It's hard. You know, like when the, the, the reality of no end in sight really became apparent, I just got to work. 
You know, that's the only answer for that kind of dead time that there is. I used to have really bad, I have a, a, a long and bad history of, of downtime and the, the way that I choose to spend it. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, at, after, you know, years and years of experience and so on, I just learned just to focus on working. So I, I worked on guns and material during the pandemic. I worked on this record during the pandemic and I did a bunch of outside sessions. And then I also uh, produced a movie and did the soundtrack for a movie that's coming out this, hopefully this year um, called The Breach, which we did in Canada. Well, so when I say I produced a movie, I mean, I did, but they shot it in camera in Canada. I wasn't actually there. I couldn't go, but I did the score over at my place. What's that like doing a score for a movie as opposed to working with Miles and Conspirators or say Guns N' Roses where you're you're working on a score is a lonely job. It's a lonely, (laughs) slow and really all things considered boring process because you're just sitting at your console at a monitor and, and, you know, trying to get everything in sync. And I personally don't like scoring and I shouldn't even call it scoring because what I'll do is I'll write stuff for a scene and then I'll let the scoring composer edit it and do all that stuff. I don't have the patience for it. Four is available now. came out February 11th. The River is Rising, doing very well here on WMGM. We can't wait to have you here on March 11th here at Tropicana AC. You were you were just here with Guns in September over at the Hard yeah. Rock. So we love having Slash and, and, and however you come to us. Uh, we love having you here in Atlantic City. And we thank you uh, for taking some time. Continued success. And we'll see you on the 11th, my friend. All right, man. Well, listen, it's good talking to you. And yeah, looking forward to seeing you. So Take care, <laughs> sir. Cheers. Yep.